You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Dark Phoenix, Baby Driver, and the Black Panther trailer. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Good morning, Simon. How are you? Uh, you're tired, right? I am tired. What were you doing last night? You you were up all night. I was tossing and turning, tossing and turning all night. And I'm Jeff Snyder. Oh, hello. I'm Simon Thompson. Editor-in-chief of the Tracking Board, trackingboard.com. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, at the Snyder. You can find me on... With me as always. Yeah, and me. Hi. Uh, I'm Simon Thompson. Yeah, you can find me at Showbiz Simon, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I've got a Facebook page. Uh, this is Simon Thompson. Um, and if you want to, that. if you want to find his car, it's parked <laughs> somewhere at E because now he has a parking space. I do. Simon I has do. a parking space at E. Everybody. Yeah, like I mean, Mister Fancy Pants. When you're not using it, can I use it? No, because <laughs> I have a badge to get into the car park. <laughs> I don't need no stinking badges. I don't need no badges. Shit. Where do you want to start? Uh, what do you want know. to dive into first? Uh, you're, you're the real boss here, right? I mean, you have you have top I'll billing. My after name. all, people, say, people say that. People mention that. Mine, it doesn't even make sense in either alphabetical but order. But I still sit in this chair, though. But we're not going to take issue That's with that okay. after buzz. Uh, let's talk about uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Let's start start with some superhero stuff. Or do you want to do right. Black Panther? No, no, because no. that, that no, no, no. pretty much let, after the show last let's week. Let's do this Dark Phoenix thing. Okay, let's talk about let's, it. Let's get into okay, it. Okay, so the story is the fact that this week, if you haven't seen this, um, Simon Kinberg is going to direct X-Men Dark Phoenix, and Jessica Chastain is apparently in talks for that. Yeah. So uh, this shook loose on Friday. <laughs> Did. Because I had mentioned, I'd, yes. if you had paid close attention to mm. last week's show, I'd mentioned that Fox had tried to get Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. for this. And I'd said I didn't think that she was going to do it. And uh, when someone had sort of followed up on Twitter, I was mm. like, I think you're going to get a Eleanor Rigby reunion. Uh, which starred James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain. And sure enough, a few days later, Jessica Chastain reported to be in talks. Uh, so was that, a, was that a shot in the dark, or did you no. know that? Do you think it was a shot in the dark? I don't know. You know Jeff, That's why you got to watch the show and pay attention. just don't know sometimes. Uh, yeah, no. Sometimes I, I leave, a little, uh, leave a little bread crumb. No, bread crumb. Don't leave bread crumb. Bread that is why you lost. Worst. That is why you lost your job in the bakery. Breadcrumb trail. Yeah, and it's up to you guys to figure it out and follow it. So, what do you think about uh, Kimberg directing? No real surprise, right? We've spoken about that so previously. Colli- Collider broke that months ago. Yeah, and I obviously was very skeptical at the time because Simon has not directed a movie. Uh, and I was surprised that they were going to let him make his directorial debut with a movie this big. Mm-hmm. But. And I talked about this with uh, Frosty to some extent. Um, the the reason that you that that Simon Kinberg is getting this opportunity is because he's instrumental in bringing the cast back. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to have Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, McAvoy, and Nicholas Holt. Those four are coming back. Uh, I think Alexander Ship as well, and Ty Sheridan, and Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. So. You know, do do all those people because their contracts had already expired? Do they re up in a sense uh, with? Some other director who they don't necessarily trust. Mm. You know, Kinberg knows these characters as well as anybody. He's the architect of that franchise Very right deep now. In it, yeah. So it makes sense, and, and good on Collider uh, for calling it. It does make sense, but we've—I mean, we've—we've we've discussed this on, on on the show time and time again. Is the fact that sometimes when people are so super close to this content, 
it can it can be sometimes a blessing because they're out inside out, and it can sometimes be a curse because they're too close to it. I think this is going to go the more positive of the two ways because he has been, as you say, so instrumental rather than it being a, I'm a fan of this, therefore I shall direct that project. Do you, yeah. think, do you agree? Or? Uh, no, I, I, th- I, I think that he brings that something extra to the table, which yeah. is the cast in, in that sense. I think it's the cast, and I think it's a knowledge of the material, I think, and, and the connection with it, that, you know, similar to um, Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman, where she had a very a very close personal connection with, with, with that content and how she cast that and the way the story went, et cetera, et cetera. Could pay off in a similar way for, for Kinberg. I'm very interested to to see what the fruits of this are. And to be honest with you, with the last couple of X-Men movies, they've been so poor mm-hmm. in comparison to the other X-Men movies g- in general. Um, yeah, I know Last Stand exists. There's, you know, someone will remind me of that. But, um, you know, but I think I think it's a good good direction. I didn't, I didn't you can't hate... Really, you can't really get it worse. I didn't than, hate Last Stand. I'll put that out there. No, I didn't hate it, uh, but I know it takes a lot of shit. I've seen way worse comic yeah, book movies. But, I mean, Apocalypse was not good. I didn't like... Um, future past. I was that was very disappointing for me. I know a lot of people love that movie, but just didn't do it for me. The the word is that that Dark Phoenix will be a bit of a like a space opera, great, o- almost like Guardians, maybe a little bit, maybe not quite as light and great. as fun. Uh, but yeah, well, it's, uh, we'll talk about this again later because it's not the only movie that's looking at going spacey at the moment. So right, but like, yeah. what the other interesting thing about Dark Phoenix is that Fastbender will be the villain this time around. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've heard it opens with like a a spaceship crashing at the mansion as all the kids are playing baseball. Mm. Great. Sounds like a cool sequence. Sounds yeah, sounds really good. And if you can start off with a big bang, if you pardon the expression, um, I think you know it's, it's a good place to go. And I think you know, even though there have been some great action set pieces in the X Men movies, some of the ones that have been meant to be great action pieces have lacked some sort of luster or real drama. They've been kind of by the books, color by numbers, comic book action sequences, and I think. That sounds certainly interesting. I'm definitely willing to give it the benefit of the right. doubt. Quicksilver's the yeah. only one that's really stood out. And you know what? Yeah. I didn't see him in the announcement. No. He wasn't in the announcement, if was I rem- he? If I remember correctly, though, um, Quicksilver wasn't announced straight away for the last film either. If I, rem- if I, I might be wrong, but if I remember correctly, so... Mm. I mean, it's probably... Nego- you know how these things work. You know, there could be negotiations going on, but we'll see. Um... Let's talk about another... This happened just after the show last week. Um, another big Marvel property. Um, Black Panther trailer. Teaser trailer. Dropped. Oh my god, it looks so yeah. good. I was just re-watching it again, literally before the show started. Um, it, it genuinely looks... and You know, people often say, oh, it's you know part of a universe. Don't compare movies in the universe. But I think it looks like Wonder Woman has for DC. I think it looks like Ant-Man did for Marvel. It just looks like a great standalone movie. And they're a great part of the Marvel universe as well. Ryan Coogler just—he looks like he—it looks like he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, um, I loved how Michael B. Jordan looked in this. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, there was just oh man, Andy Serkis looks so badass. Yeah, it looks great. The costumes look fantastic. I love that uh, that last shot and just the way that the logo sort of lights up, almost yeah. like uh, an old neon sign. You know, slowly, like piece by piece. I don't know. It was, um... but just even the effects in the movie so far, it just looked so smooth, so sharp. I'm genuinely really. I'm, uh, yeah, I someone, think, someone I, I think that's going to be a special one. Someone took the piss out of me because I keep saying I'm genuinely very excited. I, I am exceptionally looking forward to this film. And did you see the 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 dude with the body mod- modification, the lip modification? Yeah, modification. 
Uh, I don't know if I Can't actually noticed that specifically. The guy had like a huge like green disc oh, yes, in his yes, lip. Yes, yes, yes. That, yes. that looks super interesting. I like that they're taking you know tribal elements or whatever. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks great. Fantastic, yeah. Black Panther. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. When's that releasing now? That's next February. Yeah. yeah. Something. Like I was thinking that? it wasn't this year. I think it, no, it's, it's next. Bounced year, around a little yeah, bit. It has. Um, but no, super sign. I can understand why Marvel is so particularly excited about that movie right now internally. Um. What next? Okay. So uh, the Mummy was a big movie last weekend. Um. In was the, it? <laughs> it, it? No. I'm going to contextualize that in the scale of the fact that it was a major studio release last weekend. It did not do the box office domestically that obviously originally was hoped, especially for the launch of the Dark uh, Universe franchise. Um, also, there were stories this week about the fact that Tom Cruise had um, a lot. A lot of input into the movie. What was done, who did what, marketing, etc., etc. Let, um, let me ask you, were you surprised by that? No. Tom Cruise, this this but, is standard well, this for is, everybody on Tom Cruise's level. This is my point, is the fact that this is not uncommon practice for Tom Cruise or people of Tom Cruise's level in the industry. So I was, uh, okay... You can, to an element, pin some of the blame on Tom Cruise, but this is not this is not a unique arrangement in Hollywood. This happens a lot. It happened with Affleck. It's happened with so many others where they have such uh, so much input in a project. It's an easy scapegoat. But like, at, like what are you talking about? Live by night. Yeah, because Affleck directed that. Yeah, like you are on the hook. But sometimes when you make these deals with the studios, you agree to certain things being a certain way. And he probably produced Live by Night too. Like Cruise yeah. was Cruise a producer on the Mummy? I don't off, think off he, the top of my head, I don't know. I don't think he was. But when you give someone so much creative input and so much free reign on a product, yeah, I mean, sure, it does mean that you can blame them. But also, it's kind of like the studio has to take. And the people who sign the deals on that have to take some responsibility for it as well, because they are the ones that okayed this, like agreed to it. Of course, this is yeah. this, this is their vision. It's not like Tom Cruise. Like, oh my, I thought it was really unfair. I um, think it was. And people were talking and, about and, his career and, and, and in- one sided. It was just like I'm sure that Tom Cruise bears some responsibility for this. Uh, yeah. And I have no doubt that yeah. he has uh, a certain influence over major decisions. But that is not uncommon. And the, just the way that he was thrown under the bus, it felt... Um, well, also... It did not. It, it honestly did not pass the smell test for me. Because well, it just didn't really add up. Well, a lot of people criticized the, the press tour and the fact that Tom was, was front and center for the press tour. And yes, he is, because... He's the big star of the movie, just what? even from director cast down. That, he's the that's selling half, point of the that's movie. That's half the reason you hire Tom Cruise is because he's a, a yeah. global star. Not only that, but he uh, seems to enjoy doing press. Mm. He's he gets out there and he's a gr- him and Will Smith are two of the best guys in the business as far as they want to get out there and go to all these countries and meet all their fans. And it's not like so, Tom Cruise is one of those guys where he just sits he, at home. Listen, Tom Cruise has one the there's one reputation for Tom Cruise which is the dude jumps on couches and the Scientology stuff and he's a nut. And then there's the industry reputation of Tom Cruise which is that he's the nicest fucking guy he ever. He is. He is. And that he remembers everybody's name. He looks mm-hmm. you in the eye, shakes your hand, gives you the, the smile. Like, he will remember your kids' names, like your wife's name. And just like, I've heard so many great stories yep. about Tom Cruise. Uh, very unfair how I thought he was 
uh, treated this week. Everybody has a bum. Yeah. Uh, the problem with the money was as miscast as Tom Cruise was, and he and he was a problem. The problem with mm. the with the movie was the script, right? Uh, I mean. Did you see it? I Did haven't you, seen it yet. You didn't go. I've you said you were going to see it last getting weekend. Getting a parking space at E. That, that does take a lot of uh, time. <laughs> it does. It's a lot. A of lot time. of paperwork. But no. But it's, no, seriously, it's a lot it's of a paperwork. Mouse. Yes. Um, but no. I mean, I, I just, I just think it's genuinely really unfair. There's no one else in that movie, from a star point of view, who could have carried that as a as a summer movie. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't understand. So you think Michael Fassbender stars in, in that? Does the movie do better or something, or doesn't have the problems that it has? It's not like. Tom Cruise like created those problems. No. I thought like there were no specifics as to like well you know it, it was Tom's decision to do this and this is what sucked in the movie. There was nothing like that. It was just Tom beefed up his brought in his own writers and beefed up his part. That's literally literally what every star does. Yeah, but also uh, yeah, as, as involved as Tom Cruise is, he is uh, let's say passionate about what he does and how he does it. But he's not an unreasonable man. Because Tom Cruise doesn't want to look shit. Nobody will go out there looking, going, I think this film is crap. I'm just going to make it anyway. Tom Cruise hasn't got time for that. He doesn't want to do that. No one wants to do that. So if you thought as a studio or as an executive or as a producer or as an executive producer or whatever, that something was not right with the movie or the script was not right, he's not an unreasonable man. He's a very strong force but he's not an unreasonable man to go to him and go do you know what tom should we look at this again because tom cruise wouldn't actively go out and do something that is knowingly that he's that is so relying on him with so much involvement he wouldn't go out and, and just genuinely purposefully make a movie that bombs or doesn't look good he'll want to protect his ass it's just uh, it, it it read weird because if any of it came from the universal side, if they were you know like the studio has no reason to throw Tom Cruise under the bus. They're back in business with him this fall with American Made. So if it didn't come from the studio side, then like where where were all these quotes coming from, and like where were these people before the movie came out? By the way, it, it went it did thirty one point five, right? Yeah, which is something not, like that. It, yeah, it's it was not, like eight million off projections. It was projected to do forty. Yeah, so it came in eight million below. I thought it wasn't going to hit thirty at one point. Yeah. I thought it was going to go twenty eight, twenty nine. An so international has it been ended up doing fine. not terrible. And you're right, International has been good. The problem is that, you know, they spent too much on marketing or mm-hmm. uh, reportedly on making it. Do I believe the studio like to me the just the budget conversation on this movie is fascinating. Just cuz the studio saying 125. There's no, you know, first day of entertainment journalism school or whatever. You don't believe anything a studio says about a budget. But it, do I think it's 190? I told you last week. I thought yeah. the movie looked good. It looks big. 190 though that seems super high and yeah. i just don't think that the marketing spend is as high as has been reported either so it you know give this movie another week or two before we we seal its fate well this is uh, this is people in the chat who were talking about this uh Zeno Hour says uh breaking news tom cruise had power on movie set also water is wet which is true you you have tom cruise in your movie yeah, you expect you, control right you hire him to do tom cruise yeah, things yeah if you you were hiring him to be tom cruise he's tom cruising it mm-hmm. don't complain about the level of cruise um joshua hunt uh they had 
six people to write the script. Uh, Adelia, um, well, Alex Kurtzman, every, screenwriter, editor Tom Cruise, a lot of blame to be shared. Unfair to harp on Cruise alone. As you know, Tom Cruise is the reason for the Dark Universe even existing. Those sources need to have some respect. Uh, Amy Dunn, Kurtzman seems like a clueless, money-hungry, lazy nerd. I think that's a bit harsh, but do you know what? <laughs> if you're Alex and you get off of that level of movie, you do take it. You know, you might not get the chance again. Um, you know, it's just... He produced the movie, though, with, yeah. with another guy who has gotten off scot-free in all of this. Scot-free. Mm. Chris Morgan. Nothing for Chris Morgan. Just no criticism whatsoever. So... <laughs> but no, I just... I just it, for me, I think it, felt, it, it kind of felt like these things that sometimes go around a little. I mean... You know, not, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't protect it from a. I, I actually like the film kind of way, but I just the, think the film. That, the film sucks. The film is bad, but that's besides the point. Yeah, the the, the point is the fact that it's you can't entirely lay the blame at, at Tom. There are other people involved in this. You can't just make it a cruise problem. The 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 other point is the fact that obviously, um, you know, with, with this kind of film, you you do take risks and you apply a star and you get sometimes when you have you know lower level people involved in this kind you do take a little bit of a risk and if you are going to ride you know with that star front and center they are going to unfortunately take this criticism but also the press sometimes like to take that person who's been successful 20 or 30 years and they occasionally like to tear them a new one and it's this trend that we do have in the industry where it's like where can we point the finger who can we say is behind the flop everybody was ready to pounce on cruise but tom's had shit films before nobody's talking about like i mean it's two in a row with jack reacher too yeah but i mean that I mean, I thought, Tom, that, was, I thought listen, that was fine. Tom, Tom, needs, Tom needs to get back to acting and playing characters. Like, well, I'm very like the, American the, Made. I'm very excited about. Y- yes, me, me too. Yeah. Although the the only problem with American Made, and I'm pumped to see it. Yeah, is that Barry Seal has been all over pop culture the last two years. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Name the two things that Barry Seal is part of. Can, well, no, I heard his, I heard I heard the name mentioned a lot. Okay, Barry Seal. It was part of Narcos. I didn't realize that. He is in Narcos, and Barry Seal is also in The Informant with Brian Cranston. So it's like, Barry Seal's story has kind of been told at this point uh, over the last couple years already, but I'm willing to see this kind of light, capery style that, movie. That from said, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of Barry Seal as an entity because of the... You know, because of it being mentioned in connection to projects. But Did I say the informant? It's the uh, that's not the informant. No, it's the, the it's the, the Brian Cranston movie. The, what the fuck's it called? In, do a Google. God um, damn it! But a lot of people didn't see that movie, and it's, there is a large guys, amount of people really who good. perhaps haven't engaged with with Narcos. The infiltrator, right? Infiltrator. No, that, the is that infra- it? <laughs> the the alien inspector. Hold on, I'm bringing it up. Uh, um, Poor Brian Cranston. But yeah, it's kind of... I mean, that's a film that nobody saw. The so Infiltrator. Is, yeah. So this isn't a movie. It's not like, oh, okay, it was already been two huge movies or... You know, I think there's still room for a third telling of yeah, the story. No, I mean, obviously you're but right. But again, people are going to see that movie because it's Tom Cruise and because the movie looks cool. More people will see the Tom Cruise movie on opening weekend than yeah. watch Narcos and In, the Brian Cranston movie together combined. entirely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay, let's but move also, on. That, does, that does give you every little type of Tom Cruise that you like. It's got drama, it's got silly, it's got kooky, it's got everything. It's like, yeah, it's just got the look. I don't know. You, you you just you don't often see the trades go after a movie star like they did here, uh, and some of the quotes and and things were just um, they 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 were wowies. Yeah, I just thought it was unfair. You know, let's let's move on. What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about something that leaked this week. Um, there was a photo that turned up online. 
uh, to do with the new Star Wars uh, movie. Uh, it was the obviously. The, the, what was this photo? I didn't see you it. You did not see this. I did this. not click on this. Did so what not is see it? this. Okay, well, thank God for Meet the Movie Press because now I can bring you up to speed on this. Um, you know, the Han Solo movie was referred to as Red Cup. Yes. That was a working title. This week online, pictures of crew t shirts, what appear to be crew t shirts, turned up revealing the name of the movie. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess the name. Is it Solo? Yes. Yes. <laughs> It was an underwhelming reveal, but oh. you know what? I think it fits. Uh, yeah, like wh- it's good wh- to know. What were we expecting this movie to I, be called? The it, Peanut Butter Falcon? Zing! That's a Shia LaBeouf joke. Yeah, uh, which sounds like a really weird sex move. Um, but yeah, the I mean, I, Solo would have seemed really. I was kind of disappointed because it's kind of what I expected. But what else would you call it? Han Solo would be weird. Solo's great. Han. That wouldn't have felt right. <laughs> Han, the movie. Yeah. I'm like, meh. Um, Solo, I like it. Uh, not not, not unexpected. I don't like Solo. Retitle it. I mean, yeah, ultimately, I don't think Disney and Lucasfilm are going to look at me and go, well, if Simon doesn't like the title, yeah. then we should really sort that Sol- out. Solo yeah. sa- sounds cool to me. T-shirts are nice as well. I'm going to try and get hold of one, but uh, that'll be hard. This is a this is a big day for the Solo Corporation. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They're getting the exclusive Solo Incorporated deal. Uh, okay. Um. Here's a movie shit idea of the week for me. Um. Uh. There's going to be another Conjuring spinoff. I'm okay with that. Okay with that on its own. But this one is going to be called The Crooked Man, and it's going to feature the Crooked Man character from The Conjuring Two. And he's which, crooked, which I hated. Dude, these con- these con- the first movie's not very good either. The, the really conjuring is, is good. I love that. I all really enjoyed that movie. All these movies are the same. I don't like the Conjuring franchise. I'm not going to see Annabelle. I'm not going to see the Crooked Man. I'm just I don't care. I'm not interested. And it's really like they're taking almost every character that's in the background of the Conjuring movie. They're like, you get a movie, and not you. Like you horror get a movie. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, it's really fucking. Uh, I just, I I, I'm honestly surprised. Like, I did not see this coming. No, I just didn't like that character. And a lot of people I spoke to after they saw the movie, the they nun. were kind of like they didn't really like that character either. So the nun was put in specifically in that second film afterwards. <sighs> I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, killer nuns. I'm nun. just worried now that with this series, which started off, you, you disagree, but I felt it started off strong with the Conjuring. They're going to start sneaking characters in now just so they can do spin-off projects, and I think that's yeah, not. That's not good, you know. But I'm you very... know what? These they make these movies for cheap, and they make a fuck ton of money. I hated Annabelle, so but I'm looking forward. Even, to, yeah, you, you can't blame them. But I, I, I hated Annabelle, the spinoff. But I'm very excited to see sure the, the prequel terrible. one that's coming out. It was terrible. It was dog shit. But I'm excited to see the um, the, the prequel. That's if you're making a doll soon. movie and Chucky isn't the doll, I don't care. Yeah, that I've seen lots of set stills from the new Chucky movie, but I haven't seen word on a we trailer. We should watch it together. Or a... You should come over one night and we should watch it together. Okay, cool. How romantic. I didn't watch Rough Night with you this I'll week, by the way. I like some candles. I don't know you took to that. A little bit jealous about that. Yeah. So it's like Kevin Hart and... I'm keeping a list. Kevin Hart and Rough Night. Hmm. Mm. All right. Yeah, so Jeff's mum... He's not... We had this discussion that he would take me out to these things, but he's not doing it, so you, you do need to have a little chat with... With your son again. Well, you really, you really missed out. Is it? How is it? 
We'll get, to I, that, I, we'll get to that later. Oh, we'll get okay, to that okay, later. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so fuck you at the drive-through. Um, okay, so uh, this is a story completely speculative, but I like the idea of it. John Carpenter's going to be co-writing a Big Trouble in Little China comic. So, okay, okay, yeah. Um, that in itself, not particularly exciting. How would you feel about a Big Trouble in Little China sequel? I know the first film didn't do particularly well. It has a lot of love. If this led to doing a sequel movie. I'll really be open to that. I think we're living, in, we're living now in an age where there are so many w- movies that could go horribly wrong but turn out to be great, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was going to be terrible, but that had so many characters in it, I really loved it. Um, would I've, you? I've already grown attached to the idea of The Rock in a, a remake. Yeah. So, uh, no, I don't want to see a sequel. No? no? The Rock and Kurt Russell That's not... in Big Trouble in Little China. Is that what's on the table? That's I'm putting on it the... on the table. <laughs> What do you think? I'm just floating the idea. What do you think? I th- I think. Uh, ooh. Oh, thank you so much, my coffee. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, f- film I, no, no Jamie. I, I, in I, the I don't want to see a sequel. I want to see no? a straight reboot of uh, okay. Big Trouble in Little China. Although really, they don't need to touch it because it's a classic. Like what, are, what we're talking. Yeah, it, it is a classic. I mean, film. As I mentioned, film. Jamie is just pointing out in the chat that Big Trouble in Little China flopped. It did. I mean, I saw it so many times in the in the theater. As yeah, a kid. but it's a cult classic. Um, but it's a now. cult classic, and I think yeah. And someone else has suggested, do, do a sequel with a de-aged Kurt Russell. No, do it with an old Kurt Russell. Stop de-aging people. De- well, I'm certainly for that, <laughs> Why but are we doing that? I, don't, I don't think old Kurt Russell no. is the answer, judging by uh, Guardians. No, but I think his part wasn't great. I think uh, he was speaking of cult classics, mm. Cannibal Run's getting remade. Yeah. Got a director, Ro- Ross and Marshall Thurber, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. I don't need to see another Cannibal Run movie. I didn't like the Cannibal Run. Do you know? I just wasn't. I'm as, as a kid, it was like kind of a big movie that everybody loved, and I watched it, and I was like, <sighs> I mean, maybe maybe we need it nowadays. Maybe we need it just like a stupid fun movie. Do you mean like Big Trouble in Little China two? Expendable <laughs> four? No. Come on. The second to last action hero. I don't know. It's an excuse to get a big ensemble together, which uh, every yeah. studio loves, right? Yeah, but they did that a few, like, 10, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, with uh, Rat Race. Yeah, which was, was not very good. That was awful. Yeah. That was terrible. No one else looks terrible. <laughs> King of the Segways. <laughs> King of the hey, Segways! Let me, no, let me do that. Hang on. Jeff, what else looks terrible? Flatliners. Okay. What did you think of that? Did you see that trailer this week? Yeah, I did. What do you think? We've had this conversation before. I, I love the original Flatliners movie. I'll tell you an anecdote about that in a second. It Yeah, it looks terrible, but I want to see it. Well, I'm going to see it too. Like, I'm going to like give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm not just going to like write it. I mean, but I'm looking, I'm looking forward I'm to a movie that I think is genuinely going to be is going to be quite bad. But I kind of I'm a I don't know why, but I'm kind of okay with that. I like a shitty movie every now and I mean, again. I mean, I watch shitty movies too. Like, I pay, paid six ninety nine or whatever it was to rent Nerve. <laughs> Terrible. You know, like, I want to see Terrible it. Movie. I just want to see it. And Flatliners will probably be one of those too. But uh, it just, it doesn't look promising. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But tell me about the original. Okay, well, the... <laughs> you, you made this out with Julia a, Roberts on that set, I, I right? I did, yeah. I was, uh, I was about 16 at the time. Uh, no, I did not, although I very gladly would have. Um, I... Flatliners came out in UK cinemas. Um, it just so happened my father died on the same day, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> I was no. about to make a joke. And you're no, no, no. <laughs> 
So no, it's it's a, it's a funny story. So my father dies, right? And my friends and school friends are like, okay, we're going to take Simon out to see a movie and you know cheer him up. So I go, yeah, cool, cool. I come along. So so they buy the tickets. I don't know what we're seeing. We 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 sit in the theatre and I'm like, oh, okay, Flatliners, okay. And then the movie starts and everybody's face just like goes, oh shit. I'm like, my dad died that morning. And you're taking me to go and see a movie over dying and then being brought back to life. Uh, we all laughed about it afterwards. That's you know, that is but a, I was that just like, great story. holy shit. That is a, that's a, that's a it's keeper. My, it's my flatliner story. I told that once to Kevin Bacon. He found it awkwardly funny. That's so true. there you go. <laughs> So that, I'm that terrible. A, I'm a, a terrible very, person. No, you're not. It's fine. It was like, you know, 27 years ago, but it's like... Well, let the king of the segways bring up... Hey, my dead dad? Daddy's Home hey, 2! Hey, my daddy's not there coming home. There was a home. trailer really for upsetting. Daddy's Home 2, yeah. two mm. which uh, I believe featured a tagline along the lines of more daddies, more problems. Yeah. <laughs> which Which sounds like... It, it sounds like a Jerry Springer episode. More daddies, episode. more problems, folks. Yeah. Uh, the trailer itself mm. kind of hit the exact same beats as yeah. the first one, uh, without sort of the big gag at the end with like the you know where Will Ferrell was up on like the bike mm-hmm. uh, crashing through shit. It, it kind of lacked a big moment like that. Instead, it's like you know Mel Gibson making hooker, hooker jokes. Uh, Isn't that? But just but, Mel Gibson. But, but they. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a, Simon's it's on fucking what, fire today. It's better than the comments that he was making. Um, it, I mean, this will probably probably be another holiday hit. But yeah. and I loved like the moment where Lithgow like comes down to that music down down the escalator and kisses Will Ferrell on the lips. Uh, this looks like a holiday hit. I think that they were smart to strike while the iron was hot and like you know they turned this movie around fucking quickly. It felt like like it came out of nowhere. Like it was announced a couple months ago. And now there's a trailer. Um, what did you think? I mean, I I didn't see Daddy's Home when it hit theaters. Um, I don't I only just arrived in this new land. Um, so I didn't I didn't get a chance to see it. I watched it on a plane recently, and I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was brilliant. I know a lot of people really loved it. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good, but it didn't make me go like, oh my god, that's it certainly it's not up there as my, my top ten Will Ferrell comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know what? I, I, I genuinely, I think the trailer under delivers, which I'm okay with, because I think they're saving the best jokes for the movie, which is always a good thing, because Hollywood too often puts the jokes yeah, right out there. Yeah, well, that's for sure. And then when you see the movie, you're like, ha, ha, oh. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's uh, they've made a, a good decision there. Um, but yeah, I'm open to it. I like the expanded cast. It's the, it's the expanded cast that's going to bring me back. Rather than Wahlberg and Ferrell, I'm I'm actually um, producing Will tomorrow. You're producing him. Producing him. What are you producing him? What like are you Enus. birthing him? Yeah, I am. I'm I'm giving birth to Will I'm Ferrell, producing a Will fully Ferrell. grown man, out of my uh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's uh, yeah. I I mean, I I'm, yeah, I'm on board, but I like I'm on board because of the additional cast. Speaking of additional cast, Michelle Monaghan coming back for Mission Impossible 6. (laughs) Yay or nay? Yay. Always like Michelle Monaghan. She's really grown on me in recent years, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's done some good stuff that often gets overlooked, Mm. to be honest with you. I think ever since True Detective, I just like, oh, I love her. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, good to have her it's back. Like a, like a dirty Yoda. Yeah. We got a couple Batman items to, to take care of. Batman, let's do that. 
Well, first of all, Danny. Sad. Oh. <laughs> I was going to go with Danny Elfman. Okay, let's go with like, Danny. Sad. Let's go. Let's Danny go. Elfman, that is sad. Yeah. Danny Elfman this week being hi- hired mm-hmm. to compose the score for Justice League, being yep. brought on a little late in the game. Mm-hmm. He's replacing Junkie XL. It was unclear at the time whether they're going to be using some of Junkie XL's score, and Danny Elfman will be providing additional music for it, or if he'll be sort of starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the impression I got reading Junkie XL's sort of farewell note from the project. Yeah. Uh, but you never know. Maybe they'll both get credit. Potentially so. I mean, I'm. I'm I, do you remember both of those guys? Very happy. I, I like I mean, both d- of their work. I love Junkie XL stuff uh, on Deadpool. Yeah, and he still gets paid. Uh, you know, yeah, the project, he still gets paid. He's not going to be out of pocket on this. Um, but I love Danny Elfman's work. I think it's really, really good. You know, um, so and I think it'll fit really nicely. I think it'll bring an interesting feel to to the project it's key he has a classic tone this movie yeah. has to feel epic and classic yeah. and you know timeless in a sense i at least i hope it is yeah. so uh and he did the original batman score right he did so i think he did the second well, one as well. The, the tim burton batman yeah, yeah score, yeah, yeah. anyways the original batman yeah was the tv show right uh yes adam west adam west died this week yep 88 did you ever interview him I came very close to it a number of years ago, and unfortunately, it didn't happen. He like um, made his way down the line. And you were like there, waiting, and you're like, "And yeah, we're out of time." <laughs> went, the bald penguin. Um, no, I, it, it, it didn't happen, and I was genuinely, genuinely disappointed that it, it didn't happen. It was for a newspaper many, many years ago, um, and uh, you know, I I love the campy Batman. I grew up with that. Um, obviously not the first time around. I was, I was born like, in the 60s. I was like, wait, did you really grow yeah, up but, with that? Yeah, so, I mean, the Batman was... How old re- are you? It was on TV. I'm 173. Um, but no, the Batman was on TV when I was a kid, and I used to watch it all the time, and I absolutely loved it. I used to watch it, too. I loved the Batman movie, the first one they did. I Genius. I don't know that I saw it. Uh, I saw it again recently. Was it a, the like new Batman Beverly? Batman the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was the new I Beverly saw I saw that quite recently. Um, it was one of the, 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 the kiddie did Saturday Bam ones. Pal- mostly adults. Yeah. I love it. I still think it's. I think it's a, it's a great fun movie. Um, and obviously, Adam West did a lot more than Batman as well. He did. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people know him now from the voice of Family Guy, right. you know, uh, and various other projects. But I mean, you know, I never heard anyone say. Uh, I know he and Burt Ward didn't ne- always necessarily get on, but everybody always spoke very highly of Adam West. It seems. I read some, all I read this week were like crazy sex things about him and Robin having like threesomes and things. It Apparently was he was yeah he was a pretty freak. awesome. Bam pow is right. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. But yeah no I mean uh, yeah I mean he had he had a colorful life um, and I believe he did a, an autobiography that that covered a lot of this. Hmm. Um, or was it, Bert, was it was it Burt Ward? I can't remember. Um, but yeah I mean crazy crazy sixties. Life. It was the swinging time, baby. But he was great. Everybody, he was very well. He was very well spoken or very well liked. Wonderful, which was great. Very sad. But last night in LA, did you see this at all on social media? Eric Garcetti, if you, he's the mayor of LA, if you're yes, not I did see this. They put out the the bat signal on City Hall in downtown LA last night and in, in tribute to Adam West. I take it Batman didn't come. He didn't. Yeah. But by the sounds of his tales from the sixties, he'd done enough of that. Uh, no, that was really cool. It looked awesome. I liked all the photos I saw on social media. I know looked some really people cool. were tearing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, a great a, way a to nice pay moment. A fitting, really yes, nice exactly. A fitting tribute. Yeah. Um, and the Penguin's now worried because obviously you might think that Batman might turn up. So, Josh Gant, be careful. You know what's not a fitting tribute, Simon? Uh, taking your 
friend just lost his father to go and see Flatliners. <laughs> the way Sony was going was going mm, to treat yeah, a whole bunch of movies. Yeah. Uh, they were going to clean them up, strip them of everything fun, like dirty words and sex and violence, mm-hmm. and uh, the directors is... weren't having it. Yeah. And they went to the guild, and the guild wasn't having it. Yeah. Where, where do you stand on this situation? Well, we talked about this briefly last week. Um, I, I, don't, I, I, I think parents should make a choice. If they want their kids to see a film, they should show them the film, and they can miss bits if they want to. That's fine. But if um, a friend of mine showed their, their, uh, their son Alien for the first time the other day, and they're very protective about what he watches, but they showed him Alien because they were like, okay, here you go. But you show them Alien. You don't show them an edited version of Alien. Um, I, I don't agree with editing movies. I mean, if you, you can get that on TV. Give them the TV version. Right, and record it on your TV or yeah, something. Yeah, and play uh, that on your VCR. I don't think you need to ed- I think it's a bit of an affront. VCR. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or DVR or whatever. But it's kind of like, I just don't, I don't agree with it. Because a film is is finished and cut and cleared and put out. To do, you can then have a director's cut, extended cuts, R-rated versions, etc. You can make it really... But I think to take out elements of the film that's already kind of an agreed product that's put out there. If you don't want your kids to see that film, don't show that film to your kids. Or show them the TV version. Yeah, I was glad that uh, directors spoke up for themselves. Yeah. Judd Apatow really let uh, Sony have it and was like, you know, fuck them and shove these that versions up their no, asses absolutely. and everything. Uh, which was surprising. What was also super interesting is that n- there were no Seth Rogen movies on the list no. of clean movies. So uh, they did give Seth Rogen a pass. They were like, we won't do this to your films. That's a great movie. I'd have loved to see the family-friendly Talent version relations. of Sausage Party. Yeah, it, it would be 10 minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> this is the end. But yeah. I, I thought that these were just going to be offered as like bonuses, like special features on a DVD of the actual movie that's not cut. But, no? But don't if you don't want your kids to see your movie because you don't think it's suitable, uh, you can take elements out of it. I just don't think it's right, you know? I mean, uh, whether it's on, yeah, a, no, whether, I'm on the side, it's on I'm a on the side of the disc or... I'm on the side of the artist, but obviously when you, know, when you make a film... Um, you're signing all those rights away to a studio. The studio's the one paying for it, so they can sort of do what they want to it. Here's another fun anecdote for you. I've got loads of these this week. Um, about two or three years ago, I went to... There was a, an adult channel in the UK that bought the rights to the movie Deep Throat. Have you ever seen the, the classic porn movie, Deep Throat? I watch okay. it every Friday. Okay, of course. Um, well, many, many years ago, I think it was like when I was 21, um, it came out on, on VHS. So this is a while ago in the UK. <laughs> it was the first time it had been released no, there, properly. Is on... there VHS on, on the UK? Because I will tell you a funny story after you're done with there yours. There was. Um, so so I, they, I got the VHS and I watched it because I'd never seen and I heard about this legendary mm-hmm. porno movie. Watched it. And I was like, that's not very graphic. That's not very graphic. So anyway, many years later... Two or three years ago, there's an adult channel in the UK who got the rights to show Deep Throat. So I said to some mates, have you seen Deep Throat? And they were like, no, I've never seen that movie. So I went, let's go to this preview and let's watch this. Yeah, I'd seen the edited version. There's a lot of sex in Deep Throat. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, like, it's, what it's cut a, did you see? It's a, it's a porno. Well, basically, it's, it's, it, was a, it was all the, the, 
sex the plot. taken out of right. It was just of the, so you you knew they were doing things, but you didn't see any of things happening in things. Right. It's like when USA cuts up those movies. It's like yeah. let's go to the boob fest. Yeah, that <laughs> was a fun boob fest. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of yeah, it was like that. And I'm like, so I That's then sat there with all my joke, friends. So they thought I was like the world's biggest pervert for taking them to see. The, the, and I was like, yeah, this the, there wasn't this in the version of Deep Throat that I saw. It's kind of awkward. Let me tell you my story now. So good, good story, bro. Good story, bro. Good, thank you. Uh, what's your story about? VHS? My story was about going to your country. Okay, uh, I'm not much of a world traveler myself, mm. people. But I went to London. London. Once. And I was like sixteen or seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know younger than you have than you have to be to go into like a to buy porn in an, in America. You have to be eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought a bunch of porno tapes in London and brought them back home. Okay, and then I stuck them in my VCR. Yeah, you did. And they did not play because <laughs> they were PAL format. <laughs> And it costs like $40 just to transfer a PAL tape to a VHS tape. I was like, I'm a high school kid. I don't have the money to be transferring porn and shit. So I just had all this porn that I couldn't play. It's so exotic, this European porn. It's so high class. It doesn't even want to be shown. It was all like fuzzy, the screen. Like you could make out like a boob in the static. It was, uh, we need to move on. That is that is a fa- did have, did your mom know that story because she does now yeah no I think she okay. did, I'm pretty sure she knew uh, <laughs> oh okay we'll leave did that you, story there did you see Baby Driver I did this week I did see Baby Driver I saw it last Friday yeah we're allowed to talk about this. yeah because you saw it on Saturday right uh yeah what did you think that's a good segue by the way from uh, from pornos to yeah. uh, Baby Driver you know. Yeah. Uh, the king of the segways it again uh, yeah I did I, I, I genuinely I really love the movie um, I don't think I got quite as excited about it as um, some people have um, there are elements about it I liked some different things to, to, to how other people did I thought the editing was great I thought the soundtrack was amazing I thought Ansel was great I thought John Hamm and Jamie Foxx were great um, I, the girls were in it was superb um, Lily, um, Lily and uh, Is, uh, Isaiah Isa. 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 I keep getting her name wrong. Um, really, really good. I mean, I thought it was genuinely beautifully crafted. Kevin Spacey is the best that he's been in a long time. I have no idea why he's not publicizing this movie. Um, and I think Edgar's done an absolutely brilliant job with this. Um, it's getting 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and places like that. For me, it was, a, it was a four out of five uh, movie. Really? Yeah, I thought it had some, some, some issues here and there. But I did genuinely really, um, really enjoy it. How the audience are going to get on board with it, I don't know. Wow, it is 100% right yeah. now. Um, I'm I, fucking stunned. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'll be interested to see how audiences engage with it that are not people who look at it from a... I'm a film fan point of view, what I call the the regular people. Um, Baby, Baby Driver was fun. Yeah. I had a good time with it. Um it wasn't as great as I could as it could have been, which is why if you go to my my blog, theincenter.blogspot.com, you will see that it is at the top of the good but should have been better list because I really did feel like the third act lets this movie down in a in a real way. Uh I don't think they really figured out certain elements of the the plot and the story Mm. um i won't say it's always been a weakness of edgar's because i don't think that that's necessarily true but this movie leaves something on the table Mm -hmm. the cast is really good uh 
and and like you said, the editing, the music, the way that they use the music and incorporate it, you know, against the image, and yeah. like you said, with the editing. I think it could get like a sound mixing Oscar nomination. Yeah, I think that's entirely uh, possible. I'd like but, to see that. Yeah, like John Bernthal's in this movie for like one scene. Yeah, that, a lot of people were kind of wasted. That was a bummer. The, the music, I can remember like the Queen song at the end of the film, but uh, as much as I enjoy the music in the moment, which I guess is all you can really ask for, none of it. I didn't go home and like download a lot of any of the songs. Well, I, I got given the soundtrack at the junk end. It's it's available on on Spotify. People have put it together. Like, normally, it's I a do great that. soundtrack. I, I'm sure I'm sure it is, but it it didn't have me like you know humming or, or singing anything on the way out. I don't know. Um, the like cha- the, cha- the chase scenes were really good, but yeah. it was some of the stuff in between that I was like. Eh. Some of the scripting is absolutely razor sharp. Moment, there are moments Dude, in that where you're like, the holy sh- shit. The shit with the little kid, there's a scene with a little boy in this yeah. movie. Keep your eye out for it. You will know it when you see it. And it's it's worth the price of admission. It's yeah. brilliant. And there's a brilliant bit of interplay. You know, so there's a couple of scenes with, with Ansel and, and John Hamm and um, and uh, Jamie Foxx that are just brilliant. Kevin Spacey's superb. Yeah, peop- I really like superb. Jamie Foxx in this. The person I brought kind of felt it w- uh, that Jamie Foxx was on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions. But... Uh, I, listen, this movie's a lot of fun. I would absolutely recommend it. Go see Baby Driver. I just didn't think that it was as, you know, fucking awesome as the poster no. quotes have all suggested. No. I mean, I, some nice cameos in there as well. Great to see Paul Williams in there. Don't um, give away all the cameos. Sorry. But, well, but, no, he's in the in the trailer and, and I just okay. talked about it openly. Um, and there's a few Williams other ones is. as well that are really, really nice. Um, I, you know, I had, I had great fun with it. I did really enjoy it. It's something different to what's out there, you know, for the summer season. And before you give us the box office yeah. report, I will say that I saw Rough Night... Uh, did while, you? While this is not the most original movie, yeah. uh, it definitely has elements of things that you've seen before. Re- Weekend at Bernie's, uh, very bad things. I had fun with it. This cast is a lot of fun together. There were some poignant moments. Yeah. Um, a lot of people haven't liked it. Some which which is totally understandable. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know it's gotten some tasting. really bad reviews. I think THR like kind of crapped all over it. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The, the friend I brought liked it. The people I spoke to after the screening seemed to like it. It was just a fun, stupid summer movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at Box Office. What's going on with Box okay, Office? Okay, so there are four movies, really, that are coming out what that we're we talking about. We're looking at Wonder Woman being in second place, by the way, uh, with, a, with a still respectable you know, take on its, its third weekend. But these are the new with movies what? out this weekend. Uh, I think it's like looking at like th- 35, I think it's looking at this weekend, wow, which is still okay. pretty good. Third weekend is, is nice. Um, okay, so let's start from uh, Cars 3. Um, Disney Pixar threequel. Uh, generally, I, I haven't unfortunately seen it. I do like the Cars movies. It's kind of it's better than the second one, but almost as good as the first one, or as good. So that kind of gives you an idea. Uh, previews last night: two point eight million dollars, which is in line with Monsters U, uh, which was out three or four years ago. Um, it's looking at about fifty-five to sixty-five. For the weekend, Monsters U closed at 82 and a bit and change uh, when that opened. Um, so it's below that, but it's 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 going to be okay. It's going to be Wonder Woman. It's going to be opening on top. Uh, Rough Night is looking at 12 to 14 million for the weekend, which is kind of fine, mm-hmm. you know, for, for what it is. Um, All Eyes on Me is uh, the two-pack movie. Uh, that did previews last night of seven hundred and thirty-five thousand. That's looking at somewhere between seventeen to twenty-two, which I think is is a good figure for that. Some people are quite surprised by the fact that this is going down so well. Um, and then the other one is forty-seven meters down, which is a shark movie. Someone said it's the best shark movie since Jaws. 
Someone actually said that. Yeah, it's on on the on the TV ads. Um, well, now I have to see it. So, well, I mean, do you know what? I think it's, a lot of people are giving this a rough ride. It's actually it's 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 good. It's good fun. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I did. Um, I did the junket and I did the premiere for and it. And it's as well. good fun. It's good fun. It's a, it's a good shark movie. You know, is it the best shark movie ever? No, it's not. But it's a good shark movie. It's you know, it's it's, it's is cool. it better or worse than Open Water? Uh, about the same. That's those are high. That's high praise. About the so same. I know. Hold you Susan, to that. The, 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 as Maybe far I'll as go see that, and, tension, and then I'll stick you with good tension. Good I'll give you scenes. the bill if I don't um, like it. And that's looking at about five to six million the weekend. It's from a new studio. They bought it off the Weinstein's and put it out there. Mandy Moore and Claire Holt, uh, Matthew Modine as well. I'm now, glad you, I'm glad you got show. that in there. Uh, well, I'm taking the over on Cars Three. I think it will yeah. overperform, and I think Rough Night is being hurt by that third weekend of Wonder Woman. I think mm. it uh, underestimated that. Yeah. What else do we got? Did you see the Brigsby Bear trailer this week? I did. It looks sick, didn't it? It looks really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to see it. Um, there, there were a couple of trailers, actually, that dropped this week, which were quite interesting. Um, but, I mean, nothing that really... Outside of Black Panther, I think that is the one that kind of won the week for me as far as, as far as trailers go. Sure, but Brigsby Bear still looks super cool. It does look super cool. And, again, something different. So, um, Comic-Con coming up in six weeks. We should be getting some announcements about exactly what's going to happen. Then I can spill my beans. Ooh, what could happen at Comic Con? Are you going this year? My badge uh, arrived this week. Probably not. Go. Oh. I wonder. I want like. I wonder what the DC will announce. Will they announce a Harley Quinn versus the Joker movie? Don't know. Ooh, don't know. Someone quite rightly saying that uh, Deep Blue Sea people come on. That is the best shark movie since Jaws. <laughs> that and I love the Shallows. Last year there have been a lot of them. I'll show you my Comic-Con badge later. It arrived in a lovely presentation. I'm, I'm super excited for that. Uh, Warner Brothers, by the way, is doing a Michael Brown movie. I wanted to tout my little scoop, yeah. uh, a tracking board. We're going to have some, fun, some fun scoops. I got some good things Where can brewing. we find that website, by the way? Tracking-board.com. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, obviously, an, an important mm-hmm. story. They're go- they're going yeah. for something along the lines of Crash. Uh, Ryan Gosling launched a new production company, and his first movie that they're going to be uh, taking a producer credit on is an Emma Stone movie. How weird is that? What coincidence? I think not. Dakota Johnson joined Shia LaBeouf in The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yep, and the star of that movie is a young man living with uh, Down syndrome. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Talking of which, using yeah. re- using real actors in a, in a situation, uh, CJ plays the stepdad in uh, Baby Driver. Plays Ansel Elgort's um, sorry adopted dad. Very very good actual Who? first. Uh, CJ CJ he plays um, the, the African American. I've forgotten his surname. Um, he plays the he's the first um, deaf African American to appear in a feature movie in oh. a major role. Okay. Gotcha. Just saying. Interesting. No, that you know what? That was a nice note. Thank you. And a nice way to wrap up the show this week, folks. Uh yeah. Simon, where can the good folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at Showbiz Simon, Instagram at Showbiz Simon, and there's a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. T H O M P S O N. Oh, and I am Jeff Snyder, editor in chief of the tracking board, tracking hyphen board.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the in Snyder. Thank you as always yep. for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. For rating, commenting, subscribing, telling all your friends and family members about us. Sweet about it. Have a wonderful Lightning McQueen weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Adios, folks. That's now a holiday. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.